what's going on? It's Quinn David Furness. Welcome to my show. Quinn David Furness presents the Beantown Podcast for Sunday, April 26th, 2020, Quarantine Edition. This is what, Quarantine Part 5, 6 maybe? Let's see, we had birthday podcasts and then like the 22nd, 29th. Then maybe like the 5th, 12th, 19th, 26th. Quarantine edition part 6. Using my math here to figure things out like an absolute champ. You might be noticing a couple of things right now. Number 1. This is not the Samsung Q2 uh, U-series. This is the Sony one. 21804 That's the serial number I don't know what series We're doing something I've never done before There are um, You know Occasional episodes of the Beantown Podcast That guy is riding a bike With a dog on his shoulder I've never seen that before That's crazy Like a small dog Wow Perched upon his shoulder like a bird It's just sitting on his hindquarters on this guy's shoulder as he's riding a bike, like a parrot. Wow. Um, We've occasionally taken Beantown on the road and not recorded with a traditional setup. Um, Not very frequently, and certainly not lately. I can recall one time, actually there, I think I've done two episodes in the car. One I was driving from Indiana back to Chicago maybe. It was like a year and a half ago, maybe. And then once in uh, the suburbs of Chicago, just had some time to kill. I recorded a podcast. But I'm doing something I've never done before. I am recording a Beantown podcast installment on foot, which is very exciting. You might be wondering, well, Quinn, how are you doing that? Well, it's that Sony clear, crisp audio quality I just mentioned. So about three or four months ago, I purchased this handheld voice recorder with no real purpose in mind. But I just figured, you know, hey, if I ever wanted to have the option to have the flexibility to do something like this, then I would have the flexibility to do something like this. And today is um, a nice day here in Chicago, particularly compared to yesterday. I ran a half marathon yesterday. And it was about 40 degrees and raining the whole time. And it was not pleasant. I mean, the thing with 40 degrees in Chicago, or 40 degrees in general, when you're running, is that it's actually a solid temperature. It's pretty close to ideal running temperature once you get going. But when you add rain into that, it makes it really challenging. But um, the quick aside is that my iPod is like a third or fourth gen nano that I think I bought in like 07 um, has it's been a soldier for me you know it has been serving me well for a long time a couple marathons we've been through thick and thin together um, I got I had, I had put it in a Ziploc bag because I didn't want it to get wet because it was raining right I get to literally about half a mile left in the run. So I've already been going for about 100 minutes at this point. And it dies. 
from moisture. So it's currently at home in a bowl of rice. But I tell you what, I have um, pretty low. It's a it's a dire dire prediction over here. Diagnosis is not good. So I was proactive because I really don't like running without music. I'm just not used to it. I don't like listening to myself breathe and pant. Pant, P-A-N-T, like a dog, right? One of Trump's favorite sayings, like a dog. He loves that. When did dogs get such a bad rap with, with Trump? I know he doesn't have one. That should have been the first clue, I guess. Um, so I bought an MP3 player off of Amazon. I was looking to buy a, an iPod, right? Brand loyalty. But, um, man, you try to go buy an iPod from Apple. First of all, if you got to buy a Touch, which I don't really want. Because it's just heavier and bigger and bulkier than what I want. Because I only use my iPod when I'm, like, moving. Either walking or running. So I'm always in motion. So I want something that's light. And something I'm not really going to notice. These touches are huge. They're like iPhones. So I bought an MP3 player for like 30 bucks on Amazon. It actually arrived today. I haven't gotten the chance to play around with it yet. Um, So, no, I have not completely given up on the iPod. We're going to take it out of rice later today. And see if there's any hope. But, um, assuming there's not, consider this my... um, my eulogy, my iPod is green, nano, pretty classic looking. It had um, a couple games on there. Solitaire, maybe? I don't remember. Had the game, it's like a circle, and the ball's like bouncing in between, or like inside of the circle, and you have to like hit different segments to eliminate them. Some I don't even know what that's called, but... Um, Then it had like that game where it's like a wood table and there's a marble and you have to tilt it to like change the levelness of the table to get the marble into the hole. That one was always a pain in the ass on my iPod because it didn't have very good technology. So you tilt it one way, it would go the other way. You try to tilt it, it wouldn't do anything. That one just never worked very well. But um, yeah, I think I bought it when I was like, well, either 12 or 13, after a piano lesson with Mary Jo Armstrong, who also lives in Chicago, Illinois now, right? It's the place to be. Um, But my mom took me after a piano lesson to the local Target, Target, in Rockford, Illinois. And we purchased, I purchased, there's no we, I purchased the iPod. I think it was 150 bucks, which is a lot of money when you're like 12 or 13. At the time, definitely my largest purchase to date. And even now, 150 bucks is not something I throw around too casually. So if this is indeed the end, my friend, Godspeed. Rest in peace. Hell of a run. And uh, you were a very good friend. 
Um, this is my show. Well, to finish with the actual story, what I was going to say, it's a nice day now in Chicago, right? 55 degrees, still windy. It's always a little windy. But sun's out, gun's out. And I'm going for my walk. But I think the, the biggest reason I'm doing the podcast this way today is because I didn't have any music to listen to, right? Because the iPod's dead. So it's like, can you imagine going out for a, you know hour 90 minute walk nothing to listen to so it's not my not my normal thing so i figured what the hey i'll just do a podcast so that gets me to what i'm doing right now and this is my show listener discretion is advised when you're listening to the beantown podcast number one we'll occasionally use some language number two podcast is objectively terrible although i hope you will appreciate kind of a change in feel today you know quarantine it's tough on everyone I figured what better way to create an engaging and interesting podcast than by flipping the entire quarantine concept on its head and doing my podcast from the great outdoors it's my Scottish accent that did not translate at all trying to be uh, Ewan Bremner from uh, Train Spotting. One of my favorite scenes when they decide to go to the uh, mountain. It's just really cool. If you've never um, read up on it, first of all, if you've never seen or read Train Spotting, I would encourage you to do it. But two, uh, there's a famous scene where they go to this mountain in Scotland and it's actually really interesting. Like The the reality of this place. It's way out in the sticks. There's nothing else there. I mean, we're not even talking like, oh, it's a town in the middle of nowhere. No, there is no town. It's just a mountain. There's a train that goes, you know, like across Scotland, you know, starting in the east in Glasgow and Edinburgh, and goes west through the highlands. So this place is in the highlands. And there's one train stop, and there's like an inn that has, I think, like two or three bedrooms that you can stay at, you know, if you book far enough in advance. It's a relatively popular tourist place simply because of its um, being featured in Train Spotting, the film. But there's only, I think, there's like two trains that run through there each day. And so if you don't catch the train, you're just there. And there's just, like, one building. It's, like, the inn, and, you know, I assume they have some food there. But it's just, I don't know. It's kind of cool. But they go there in train spotting when they're trying to get clean. And it's pretty funny. Um, I would like to go there when I visit Scotland. But we'll see, right? Because it's, like, a whole, that's a big commitment for something so, like, simple. So, TBD, we'll see. Um, What I don't want to do on today's episode is spend too much time saying much of anything. Um, And the reason for that is this. The Scott Farrell audiobook, from a sheer creation perspective, including the audiobook recording of the entire book, 
an audio recording of the epilogue by yours truly, Quinn David Furness, and the critical review from a sheer content creation perspective. That's all done. It is finished. Now, the last major obstacle, and it is proving to be somewhat significant, is physically getting it onto the internet. Although I think we made a breakthrough. So, you know, essentially what I have to do is take the GarageBand file, export it to an MP3. There's a lot of noise out here on Clark Street. Take it, export it to an MP3, take that into iMovie, overlay, you know, an image, which I'm just using the cover of the Scott Farrell biography, or Triumph, Tears, and Tales of the Stage. Then take that file, export that to an MP4, which, you know, I, so, so like, I've just been working on part one, which is five hours or so. You know, it's about uh, about 30% of the entire project in part one. Um, failed in my first attempt to get it uploaded to YouTube. The, the upload just straight up failed after hours. Um, so on try number two, ex- physically exporting it from iMovie to an MP4 which I didn't anticipate being a difficult step or something that would take very long. That took multiple hours today, but it was done successfully, and I confirmed that because I was able to open it up with QuickTime, and I started listening to the first couple minutes of it, so it's all good. Um, When I left, and I'm recording this at about 3 p.m. on Sunday, when I left... I had successfully initiated an upload of the MP4 to YouTube. And it was at like 3% when I left after about 15 minutes. So the hope is that that's actually going to go through. Let me tell you how it's actually going to work. We're doing it um, unlisted on YouTube. What that means is you can't just find it on YouTube by searching it. You have to have the link... We're doing this for copyright purposes. Um, But I will distribute the link with anyone who wants to, um, you know, access it. Be happy to do that. And um, because it's a big project, I'm going to listen to it. It's going to take me, whatever, 18 hours to do. But it's there. So, but this, right, this is just part one. Right, I think there's four parts and an epilogue so part one is the longest um, but two and three are also like in fact two, three, and four might also all be around like four hours as well the whole thing I actually did not total the time Um, I could easily I just never got around to it I think it's somewhere around 17 hours Um, and then an epilogue which is about five minutes Um, And my critical review, which I will link the critical review um, to a Google Doc that I will then post the link to in the YouTube video, right? It's all very cryptic. 
lots and lots of twists of turns, twists and turns to try to protect it from copyright infringement. So um, that's what's going on there. But it's all done, which is exciting and kind of sobering at the same time. It was fun, somewhat fun, of a project to work on, especially under quarantine. Um, But that's completely finished now. So there's your update on that. Let's give a quick thank you to the sponsors. And I don't have my ad reads in front of me. So I apologize to Home Pride Oregon and Cuts by Q. Someone was grumpy. Uh, But let's just see how it goes. Home Pride Oregon, are you tired of selling your house for less than a quarter of what it's worth, all because you couldn't find a reliable home inspector in time? Well, Oregon listeners, there's good news for you. Home Pride Inspection Services is Central Oregon's hottest new home inspection provider with home inspection services, including things like heating and cooling, roofing, plumbing, and so much more. If you're tired of big real estate's wrangle hold on the home inspection market and you want a safe, certified home inspector that you can trust, you know who it is. Wow. That was really loud. You got to call Steve at 541-410-0316 or you can head to homeprideorgan.com. Again, that's 541 541- a rival biker gang passing through. That reminds me of the bus fight i got to tell you about. Uh, again, that's 541-410-0316 or head to homeprideorgan.com. Homepride Oregon inspection. Perfection. Shout out to the Samson Q2U series, but in particular, today we're giving a shout out to our Sony handheld recorder, and I wish I could remember what the like device number was. I don't, but that's okay. Because, you know, just got to live my life. Feels like that could be like an empowering Kelly Clarkson song or something. Bon Jovi, It's My Life. Let's see if we can do the cuts by Q ad read here. Again, none of this is in front of me. I'm just walking, holding my hand recorder. Probably looking like a dummy. That's okay. Uh, are you tired? Ta- Let's see. No, that's home part over. Bob and Weave. There it is. We all know. <laughs> had to burp. We all know the hairstyle. We all love it. But how many Chicago-based independent barbers can actually give it to you the way you deserve? Enter Cuts by Q. It's like Enter Sandman, just a little bit different. Um, Cuts by Q has been independently owned and operated since 1995. And it's probably one of the better barbershop operations serving Chicago, Cook County, and the greater Chicagoland area, including Northwest Indiana. From beehives to bangs, faux hawks to flat tops, and everything in between, you gotta call cuts by Q at uh, 815 298 7200, or you can email cuts by Q at yahoo.com. Again, that is cuts, Q U T Z, by Q at yahoo.com. Oh, when you need a fresh do, something snappy and new, just call the experts at cuts by Q. All right, I think that went pretty well. Did I miss anything? I don't think so. I think we killed it. Welcome to the second half of today's program. My name is Quinn David Furness, and I thank you for 
tuning in to today's outdoor walking on the street entry of Quinn David First Presents the Paint Town Podcast. We're walking. And uh, against my better judgment, I'm now going to attempt to do a Christopher Walken impression. You're going to want to take... No, damn it, I can't do it. Take the recorder. No, it's not there. It's not there. <sighs> it seems like it should be somewhat straightforward to try to do. But um, you know what? For those of you listening at home, go ahead and hit that pause button. See how your Christopher Walken impression is. If you got a good one, let us know. Email us. Uh, let's see. Beantown Podcast at Yahoo.com. Again, that's Beantown. B-E-A-N-T-U-D-N Podcast at Yahoo.com. We accept MP3 files, MP4 files, JPEGs, GIFs, 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 presents, and uh, audiobooks. So whatever floats your boat. Um, the other thing I said, we're taking it to the streets. Like Michael McDonald back in the 70s. Wow, what a guy. What a man. Hey, don't worry. I'll be lied to. Right? Just like that. So, um, part two of today's program, in case you're wondering, has no um, central theme or purpose because, because, very important point here, yours truly forgot to plan for this podcast. I was so busy, so focused, laser focused on the NFL draft and the Scott Farrell audiobook and feeling sorry for myself that I just straight up ran out of time. Um, What I will encourage you to do is, because it's going to be a shorter installment of the Beantown Podcast, don't feel obliged to uh, listen much longer, right? I'm really selling today's show. This is, uh, you go to the dictionary and you look up the entry for filler episode, it's not Dr. Phil McGraw, it's Quinn David Furness, this show in particular, uh, this episode in particular. But truthfully, the whole, um, the whole kind of show in general, you know, we're at about 120 episodes, plus like eight specials, could all be considered filler to a certain extent, I suppose. But let me tell you this, um, last thing here. And then I'm done. And we're going to keep it very short. Because you can go listen to Scott Farrell audiobook. That's brand new exciting content. Um, I bought a piano. A Yamaha. It arrived. I also bought a stand. A sustain pedal. And some headphones. Sony headphones. And um, piano arrived yesterday. Grabbed it on my way back, or getting in from my run. So it's been fun to tool around a little bit. And I can promise you that we're going to have a whole bunch of piano-rific tunes coming your way on future installments of the Beantown Podcast. I think we'll just have a, a new segment early on in the podcast dedicated solely to music, maybe hymns, get back to some of our religious roots, 
We haven't talked about the Bible in a couple weeks on this show, to the disappointment of many. Although I was talking with uh, uh, my lady this morning about, you know, you used to have, not used to, maybe you still have friends. I had friends, you know, high school stuff, being surrounded by a very strong Christian community who are really into the whole, like, read the Bible in a year thing. And it's all, you know, very carefully and meticulously planned out. You read it, you know, X, Y, and Z chapters of Genesis on day one. You know, you get to Exodus on day three or whatever, you know. But I'm just thinking about that. You know how, like, boring that's got to be? Because, you know, you go read a gospel, Matthew, Mark, Luke, or John. Those are page turners. You know, you got a clear protagonist, Jesus. You got excitement. You got miracles, walking on water, multiplying fish. I mean, what's this guy going to do next? Must watch television like Michael Jordan. But man, you dig into the Old Testament, you can't tell me that Nahum, Obadiah, Joel, Second Chronicles, I mean, those are not page turners. Okay? So, the whole, like, read the Bible in one year, like, I feel like they're much more efficient ways to utilize your time to enhance your spiritual connection with God. That being said, I don't think I've ever sat down and opened up Lamentations or Jeremiah or Ezekiel. So I don't want to assume too much. But I don't know, man. I mean, some of those minor prophets just seems rough. Doesn't really seem like I'd rather sit down and read the Scott Farrell biography if we're being frank. But um, how did I even get here? I don't know. We'll have some music. We'll have some hymns coming up here starting next week, hopefully. But um, thanks everyone for tuning in. Um, If you are interested in the Scott Farrell autobiography, audio book, shoot me an email, shoot me a text, Instagram, DM me, at q.queen.d, or um, tweet at us, at beantowncast, or my personal Twitter, which is at whitebuns with a Z, and I'll hook you up, and you'll have some good listening for that. All right. That's going to do it for us on today's show. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Thanks to our sponsors. And uh, you know what? Everyone, go get some fresh air if you can. Take a walk. Social distance yourself. All that fun stuff. And that's all I got for you. So, for all of us here at the Beantown Podcast, this has been Quinn David Furnace Presents the Beantown Podcast Walking Edition. Kind of like the Car Ride Convos Podcast. Rest in peace. I, I, I tell you what, man. The fact that we haven't gotten a Car Ride COVID podcast yet just seems unfair. I'm going to take her and go around the block. Why can't we get a Car Ride COVID podcast? Ryan and Kristen, if you're listening, you got to make another one. If SNL can pull off another What Up With That live from quarantine, 
you guys can do a Car Ride COVID podcast. I, you don't even need to be in the car. I don't care. We just want to see your beautiful faces. Okay, that's actually all I got. So, we're going to end it there. Hope everyone's staying safe, staying sane. And uh, hope this audio turned out okay. I have no idea. I've never used this handheld recorder before. It's an adventure for all of us. That's the beauty of the Beantown Podcast. Thanks for tuning in. It's going to be May next week. And uh, I hit my 50 pounds loss goal, which is exciting. I'm going to keep that going. I'll check in on you later. Have a good one. Have a fun day. And uh, peace out, Holmes. Bye.